Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ed Carson here with a look at the action in today's session, Wednesday, May 10th, where we saw a strong close, especially for the NASDAQ with tech leading the gains today, Ed. Yeah, the gains were somewhat narrow uh, with mega caps and the NASDAQ leading the way. Uh, so it's, it's a little bit difficult to interpret. But I want to take a look at Google, Flywire and Axon Enterprise. All right, we'll do that. First, let's take a look at the major indexes. So we've been talking about uh, the last several weeks, how we've been wanting a breakout above this 12 to 70 level or even uh, a more recent high. And we did get that today, Ed. We started out strong, then we faded. We can kind of, we can see this on an intraday chart. I mean, that's some yo-yo roller coaster type action. Uh, it almost gave, almost gave all of it back at one point and then roared into the close. So how should traders be interpreting today's action? Yeah, it's, it's hard. You have to look at a lot of different things because if you look at the NASDAQ, ultimately, hey, it was a strong day. Volume appeared to have picked up nicely versus the prior day. So a pretty solid day above here. But uh, you know, other indexes, not so much. Equal weights, even less so. Uh, market breadth, it was okay, but it didn't feel like, wow, this was a breakthrough day. I mean, it was like, you know, like, oh, okay, advancers beat decliners, but it wasn't like, boom. Uh, so, you know, I think investors could have nibbled, but they could have been nibbling for the last few days. And maybe it worked, maybe it didn't, depending on what they did. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, just a, it's just a tricky market. I still think staying cautious and being relatively really relatively slim or modest exposure is probably the way to go right now. Right. Because lately breakouts have not been working. Is this the breakout that's going to work for, for the market? We'll have to see uh, because I, I think that's the big question here. Do we buy the breakout or do we fade the breakout? Yeah. And I think if once we look at the other indexes and some of these ETFs, it'll be a better reason why there's reason to be cautious here. Well, with that, let's now take a look at the S&P 500, finding support around its 21-day line, but not a decisive breakout for the S&P. And while we're here, we can also take a look at RSP. This is the equal-weighted S&P 500 ETF. This does not look too great. Yeah, uh, just on the S&P, it's like nice, but it's not confirming. And there's been a little divergence with the NASDAQ. It right. may not much. I don't want to overstate that. And RSP, I mean, it went back and forth. It did come off lows, but it, it closed fractionally lower. The NASDAQ's up a percent to new 2023 highs. The equal weight S&P is below all its moving averages. That's that's not, that's not that's reflective of the longer term you know, market breadth mm -hmm. issues that we have. Yes. And another example of that is QQQ, uh, which has been already in new high territory for a while, easily clearing its February high quite a while back. But here's a look at QQEW to compare up today, but not as strong of a move trying to get above a trend line. So we, we still want to see some improvement here on the breadth front. But I think this is underscoring that just that large cap tech has been the place to be. And it seems like it, at least for now, continues to be that place. And just one other point is that some of the biggest winners in the NASDAQ 100 were some beaten down, but trying to rally software names. And they're coming back and that's fine, but 
there weren't too many stocks that were in position really move, you know, breaking out without these, without a handful of earnings gap ups. Mm. So that just one more reason, just, it's just been difficult to find things to buy when it's mega caps and some stocks below or just above their 200 day lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a difficult stock pickers market, unless you're trading the index. That, that's another, that's another way to do it, but that's, that's not really our style. We're not, uh, we don't just want to, uh, be market performers. We want to be market outperformers. So maybe we have turned that corner and we can uh, start seeing more leadership and uh, stocks that break out and work, but more evidence is needed. It sounds like it. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully this is the start and we just have to see it. It's still reasons mm-hmm. to be cautious. Yes. I like how you're, you're balancing the, the optimism with the, the pessimism <laughs> there, uh, Ed. Trying to do that. <laughs> Always good to have that uh, balanced view there. And, and I mean, that's that's what IBD is all about. It's about that scenario analysis and not just being so committed to one view either which way, whether it's on the bull side or bear side, but uh, being willing to change our minds, to see other potential scenarios that could unfold uh, just to ultimately stay f- flexible at the end of the day and that's interpret the data uh, the best that we can. All right. Next, uh, let's take a look at banks. Here's a KRE, the regional banking ETF down more today, tried to make a move higher, but didn't stay up today. Yeah, not a big deal. Didn't really affect the market. But if this continues to weaken and then you can see it start really falling off again, that's the concern. And then we go through that issue once again. Mm-hmm. And now let's take a look at SMH chip stocks. Tried to participate a bit here today, a gain of about eight tenths, eight tenths of a percent. We could potentially uh, soon see an early entry here for SMH. The uh, speaking of participation and uh, the leadership, pretty narrow leadership right now. It seems like in the chip sector. Would you say, Ed? Yeah, there's a few names, you know, and again, you're close, you know, it, it wouldn't take that much and all of a sudden, hey, there's a bunch of chips that are looking interesting again, but uh, we're not quite there. Mm-hmm. Could be. We'll ha- <laughs> we'll, we're, we're looking at this almost every day. So one, one of these days might uh, show us something promising. What does look promising, though, is what we're seeing in uh, technology and the software sector on IBD Live. We were mentioning how we looked at way more software sector names in a row than we have in a very long time. And not all of them were actionable. Not all of them were in established uptrends. But to see broad improvement in the group is notable. Yeah, I mean, some of this reflects CRM you know, and Microsoft, but it's not just them. There was, as you're saying, there were some other improvements. So uh, this, that's a positive sign for sure. Okay, so IGB continuing to bounce off of the 50-day line there. Okay, let's take a look at Google. This is one mega cap tech stock that did flash a potential entry this week. It looked like it was going to yesterday, but ended up reversing lower, but not today. A pretty strong close with a gain of over 4%, strong volume behind the move as well. So getting above this 108, 109 level here on a bottoming base, so seeing some nice uh, strength here today for Google. However, this has been uh, not the best performing mega cap stock. Microsoft, as you mentioned, Meta, even Apple, and arguably you know Netflix as well. It had a bottoming base a number of months ago. All of those are performing better than Google, but that doesn't mean Google can't work now too. 
Yeah, and there are some positive. I think there is concern is can Google is going to have to how is it going to do with AI? Is it going to become a negative for them? You know, in threatening their search position, but they announced, hey, here's how we're going to use AI, and we're going to do it, and we're going to keep ads in our search results. And that was a concern. It's like, it's not doesn't do much good for Google if they have great tools if they don't make them any money off them. So yeah, it's moved up to the top of the range of this cup with the handle, but you could use sort of 108 or 109 that area because 109 was sort of a short consolidation. It was getting close mm -hmm. to being a flat base. That's not going to happen now, but it was sort of that. That's sort of an alternate entry in there. So that's a positive. You could imagine that you know this might get a more bullish sentiment about about earnings down the road with with today's announcements. And where it finished was uh, roughly five and a half percent above the twenty-one day line, almost nine percent above the fifty-day line, and six point six percent above the ten-week line. So not too far out of there when you're looking at how extended it is above the ten-week. Yeah. Okay. Next on our list, let's take a look at FLYW. Had its earnings report today, and right now it's up about 2% for the week, a lot of that coming from today, but a big outside day with a positive close. Uh, closing range was 51%, so, ju so just in the upper half of the range here, but it's trying to move above this 30 level. It backed off from that by the end of the day, Ed. Yeah, you could probably used to probably could have used Monday's high maybe as a way to get, you know, from using as a bounce off the 50-day line just to get above a little bit about that area. And that will also be above, you know, again, like the 29 area, the prior buy point. If you look intraday, this one had some pretty big swings uh, up and down. So it was up, it was down, it was up, and it was down. Uh, it's just it's just tricky. I mean, it would be, you know, if you took a position, you might be down on it because it was moving out of some areas. It could still very much work, but it does show you how difficult it is. It also shows you this is definitely a situation where you why you don't want to buy right at the very at the open um, because this one came well off of that. Uh, there was a you know, this is a good area. Payment stocks, a number of them are working, had a pretty strong earnings report. So definitely one to watch. Maybe you can move higher tomorrow. Good point there, Ed. Okay, now let's take a look at Axon, an earnings loser today by a large amount, uh, down to 15%, heavy volume on the downside move. We did, however, point out uh, some potential warning signs ahead of the earnings report. If you look just a couple of days ago, it did have a, a pretty weak close on 5.3, the volume, we were talking about that being added you know, to the S&P 500. So it's not as much of the volume there, but just the week close on this rebound. And if you look uh, the week before that, it closed over 2% below the 10-week line after a run. And that is an IBD sell signal, Ed. So hopefully it not too many traders were in this one. Yeah, it was, it was not, it was not, you know, uh, some of that action was, but I can certainly understand why they would have stayed because it was not terrible. And that right. five three wasn't great. I mean, the market was selling off. So you say, well, it, it closed higher. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I could have, it would have been easy to do if you had a good cushion to say, I'm going to stay in this. And right. the thing is, it's just, there were some signs. And of course, with the market sideways and struggling in early May, it's not surprising. Uh, so yeah, there were, um, if this would have taken off 8% today, I don't think anybody would have said, wow, that's shocking because you would have said, look at that consolidation for several weeks. So one of the warnings, it's just, you have to be very cautious in this market. And uh, I, I think that this is why earnings season, you know, earnings season is past, but if earnings are coming up on your positions, you 
definitely have to really think about how much cushion you have. What are you willing to take? Uh, there were some big winners today, but there are still stocks like this, uh, sometimes with some positive, you know, so, you know, there's a, again, I, I see the I see the negative. I remember you know Dustin talking about it, but it didn't look that negative to me heading right into earnings. So you're right. There, no, those no, no, warning I mean, there were warning signs, but they were pretty subtle. They were pretty <laughs> subtle. And again, again, I like so, but I can certainly see you know, again, I but it's just that's just so tricky. Yeah. There's a lot of these, and so I think that it's just that kind of market. Uh, it's not a forgiving market. Uh, some people get huge treasures, and other people definitely get their lumps of coal, uh, and uh, so still have to be cautious out there uh, with, you know, especially with earnings. Right. Totally agree. All right, everyone, that's it for today. Make sure you're keeping tabs on investors.com for more stock market news and analysis. And we'll be back in the morning with IEBD live investors.com slash IEBD live for all the details on that. We'll see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.